Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wrapping up on the block here. Thanks to uh, Nick Sainert for jumping in with uh, Eastrick out, recovering. Hope to see him back tomorrow. We got DP. We got Kenny in the building here. Gentlemen, it's been a week. How are you? How are things around the station? How are you is the real yeah, question. We've been here. Where? How have you been? <laughs> I, I've been good. Got, got a little sun, but didn't get sunburned. Found that right balance. Uh, okay. Saw, saw family. Didn't see family. I, enough, I worry so. about you when you try to, like, you leave us and then try to get like us. And then we worry that that son, <laughs> like, like Kenny, he going to go over there and overdo it, right? He's. Hope not. Right, because I hope not. Right, <laughs> I'm worried about you. Be a lobster. I, right? I, I, the worst I did was have a really bad watch tan. Okay, we can we can I'll live with that. that. I can, I can work that. with that. We can we so, can live with that. You can see the two tone there, looking a little Neapolitan. So, so wifey's happy, right? You got some time. You got mm-hmm. some time away. You got to do your thing. Did uh, before you get into yours, let me ask you about it. You are a rabbit Duke basketball fan. Yes, sir. Do you love the women's program the same way you love the men's program? Not in the same way. Uh-huh. I respect the heck out of Carol Lawson and the job she did. Uh-huh. From what I know about Duke women's basketball, it's been a, a good, a solid program, not class of the ACC. One of their better years in recent memory. I think Carol Lawson was a fantastic hire. I love the messaging that she's put out there. Kudos to her. Okay. The, the, the things I need to know. Right? Like, I, 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 I things I need to know. Like, if, since you love Duke basketball. <laughs> But your better coach is with the women's program. And it's not even close. Hold on, say what? You saying the women's coach is better than the men's? I'm saying it out loud. Really? I'm saying it. There are several programs in the country where the women's basketball coach is a better coach than the men's coach. And you're saying Stanford? Duke is absolutely absolutely on that list. Gotcha. South Carolina, not even close. No, that's, yeah. South Carolina, Stanford. Stanford. UConn. Louisville, UConn. Not close, right? My guy left, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, you should have took care of who you had. Yep. You know, we know all about programs that don't take care of their people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, you know, it's there. Let's get this break, then we can get we can get feisty with it. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. DP, I'll start with this one. Ed Cooley to Georgetown. What does that mean for that program? Um, okay. I will speak in general terms about universities that sometimes the problem is above the hire. (laughs) And that no matter who you hire to clean your house, if you have bad habits, the house never gets clean. Good analogy. Right? Really good. Right? You can bring people in once a week, every once a month to say, hey, make this place look presentable to to, to other people. But the reality is the person who comes in to clean up knows exactly how dirty you really are. They know the problems that exist. Hey, you got a leak over here. Hey, you've got uh, a, a ventilation problem over here. You've got some really bad habits in the bathroom. You've got some really bad uh, kitchen problems. Uh, you're not taking care of your clothes. You're not. You're not. They look at your garbage and they know. Oh my goodness gracious! Look what's in here. Look what they threw away. So, I'm not sure if. And I love Georgetown University as a university 
for the idea of what it could be. Not what it is, not what it has been, but what Georgetown could be. I love that concept. I'm, I'm, I was born right across the bridge from it. So, you know, following it. Now, I just don't think that the people in positions of, of power have a real grasp for what they could do. They're more interested in what they're capable of doing. Hmm. Not what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but what what's convenient. And convenience turns excellence into basic. You've taken a great program in a great city with a great community of folks who support it. And imagine getting all of the Georgetown basketball players to unite and say, we're going to, 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 to support in finance and in spirit and energy and endorsement this program instead of you blocking, locking them out. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Vaguely, vaguely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, I say this. I'm glad they're making a change, but I still need to see other changes for that change to map. Understandable. How much of Georgetown being Georgetown was John Thompson? What does it mean to go away from his tree? I am never going to speak ill of, of, of one of the great minds that I've ever known in my life. John, and you didn't say basketball mind. Right. Great basketball great, mind. Great, and. great. Great minds, mm-hmm. like the most free-thinking man that I've ever known. And anybody that wants to sit in judgment of John Thompson, you have to ask a question of how he was able to accomplish what he accomplished, where he accomplished it, and how he he accomplished it. That is a unique and genuine, different kind of human being. That being said, the ghost of John Thompson was alive and well – in the program, and it was used as a crutch mm-hmm. to not grow. Gotcha. And there's a difference between having respect for your legacy and the people around it using your legacy to not do right. When John was alive, he was in the building, and he was a presence and a force, and it made it almost impossible for any real growth to happen. Outside of that, now you should use it as leverage to change and be the better version of it. You, The legacy players and history of Georgetown basketball is vital, it's important, it's, it's valuable. But you have to be able to say, hey, here's what we're trying to be, you on board or no. Like my asking Kenny to co-sign a thing is important because Kenny's skin in the game gives me a perspective that I can't get just sitting on high. I have to listen to the people that have skin in the game. Kenny, am I wrong? Definitely right. Yeah, that sounds all all too familiar. It is. I mean, all too familiar. Learned behavior. Yep. Is shared behavior accepted? Yep. And. Great programs get in the way of themselves way often than opponents raising themselves up to the level. Nebraska did more damage to itself than anybody could ever do to Nebraska. Nobody was ever going to get on Nebraska's level without Nebraska's help. Mm. And Nebraska can't stay where it's at without refusing to get better simply from itself. Like Nebraska's keeping every at every level, Nebraska is exactly where Nebraska chooses to be. Like the rest of the – like Northwestern can't raise up 
to Nebraska's level without Nebraska's help. Mm-hmm. Illinois football cannot raise up to Nebraska's level without Nebraska's help. Like all of that, like Nebraska could simply say, nope, it could totally neo this thing. Like the N-E in neo should be <laughs> like their thing, right? And mm-hmm. they should somebody should take neo and put the Nebraska N on his chest and just have him doing that, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not going to – I'm not going to – um, yeah, not not today, d- demon. I'm not gonna, not today, Satan. I'm not gonna do right. I'm just not gonna do the things that helps teams come up and get you. And even at nine wins, Nebraska was two steps from elite again. Mm-hmm. It was two steps. It wouldn't take the two steps. Right. It instead it went in to the fetal position and allow people to beat up on it and get stronger. And now you're nowhere near nine wins. Well, today is the first day of of the rule era, and you get to see what the reprocess, redirection, relocation will look like. Hitting on that in old school? That's that's where we're going to start. Good. That's where we're going to start. Jay Foreman will call in at 430. Kenny and I will open it up with Austin, and then we'll take you through. We'll dance a little bit today. Plus, we got news, man. We got to do number 30 up in the crib. We got we got a new edition and oh by the way another one another announcement tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> keep it up, keep your ears, keep your eyes tuned right here 937 the ticket the ticketfm.com. Sarger Heyman live stream back up for you in just a couple minutes with old school. DP Kenny J calling in that comes your way next.